For over 75 years, Moses has served this region with hustle, integrity, and caring. Our core values are what make us the number one provider of complete customer care, from sales to our service and parts departments, all the way to our body shop. I'm Reeves Kurtner, and this is In Your Business. Season one of In Your Business is presented by Moses Automall of Huntington, online at mosesmeansmore.com, empowered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce and Kindred Communications. This week, we're joined by the owner of Butter It Up in Huntington, Andrew Hines. Butter It Up is a great place for gluten-free breakfast and lunch options, as well as coffee, meal preps, and more. Butter It Up has also become a great place to work for individuals in the recovery community. Andrew is going to share with us why he prefers working with people from the recovery community, the stigmas regarding recovery, and how he overcomes them, tips for others who want to hire individuals in recovery, and more. Let's get in your business. Let's start with, let's talk about Butter It Up and and what it is, its history, and, and all that kind of fun stuff. Let's start there. Yeah, so uh, breakfast, lunch, coffee spot. Uh, try to do everything as local, organic, made from scratch as possible, uh, using really good quality ingredients. Um, yeah, farm to table. How many years now? Vibe. Um, Ten years. This is it. Twenty twenty four is so fourteen. That's crazy. Yes. July of twenty fourteen is when we opened up in Heritage Station. Any um, any uh, plans for the ten year anniversary? Um, No, no growth. Like no, no stepping outside and doing anything different than what we're doing. Just focusing on what we do, what we do well, and uh, expanding on that. You know. Yeah, talk about that. I mean, you mentioned you know, starting at Heritage Station. Um, talk about how Buttered Up has changed since it first opened to, to where it is now. Yeah, so Opened Up is just selling coffee, baked goods, and like nutrition supplements. Right. Um, and then we were like, hey, we have these. We And then we had the freezer full of like meats and stuff. So, hey, why not use these ingredients that we have and kind of like start making some food? Right. And people really responded well to that. And it's just been expanding and expanding. Yeah. You know, and I know today we want to talk about, you know, recovery and, and so forth, but it kind of seems like, you know, Buttered Up started around that time of, you know, when Huntington and, and yeah, Huntington was getting so much like negativity for being unhealthy, right? Yep. And, and this was kind of like, a, hey, well, let's, we let's do something about that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, well, you know, so like I said, we, today we want to talk about, um, you know, working with the recovery community, and and again, another issue that that we have here is is our is the substance abuse epidemic, and um, you know, we, we want to talk about hiring and working with individuals from the community, and you've got, you've you have no problem uh, hiring people within the, the the recovery community. What what motivated you to go? Yes, I, I want people in the community to to, to work at, at Butter It Up. So, so let's start at the basics. Yes. They're, they're just people. Um, and no matter which way you look at it, at the end of the day, beginning of the day, middle of the day, they're just people. That's right. Um, do they have other stuff going on that some other people do or don't? Yes, but everybody does. Um, I, I really don't see a difference with people in recovery, you know, that you don't see with other people. You know, it's... We stigmatize this group. That's what I'm talking. I guess that's where I'm, I'm. I'm talking about. I guess I want to talk about that. That stigma and why it exists. And and I mean, I love that. But you're right. I mean, and there's been campaigns, you know, about about the, the stigmatism 
uh, regarding it. But and that's what I want to talk about. Like, I, I want other people to hear this and go. Mm-hmm. They're just people. I want. I really do. I want that, and I want that advice yeah, from you because there is a stigma. There's. Let's not lie to ourselves. There, there is, um, and I, maybe it's because you see these people that aren't successful in recovery walking around the streets or bumming money. Um, you see this trash or something laying around, and you you want to point fingers at somebody. And maybe it is because we have so many recovery houses um, that are attracting more people in recovery to come here and be, just because of the failure rate you know that people the generally see in recovery you have maybe some people that you know don't succeed and that they're left homeless here or something um but there's something about people in recovery um there is this grit determine determination perseverance that you have to have in order to come out from a substance abuse, you know, coming out clean. There's, I would rather hire somebody that's been in recovery for a little while and has some success over somebody that hasn't. Um, There's something to be said about hitting rock bottom and clawing your way out um, that gives you something that other people don't have. You know, being in this really hard spot in your life and being able to work your way out of that is hard. And a lot of people who maybe had an easy life, um, didn't have these troubles growing up or in their early adulthood, they just don't, they've never had that hardship, which, you know, you, you become a much better person because of it. Um, speaking from personal experience, you know, I was once, one of those people that maybe was looked down on and I I I don't like the fact that I had to go through that but I wouldn't give it up sure I, I don't regret you know what it made me right and it made me into the person that I am today yeah talk about that you know you just said a lot there and, and I, I like it um, talk about you, you you mentioned you'd rather work with someone who's who's been through that before you know Talk more about that. What kind of what kind of worker are they? And do you think do you think they're more appreciative to have the opportunity to to work because other people wouldn't give them a chance, and maybe you would. Um, yeah. So there's in recovery, you you get a lot of structure, and I, I'm not really familiar with all the twelve steps, but it's it's based on personal development. You know, taking accountability and um, learning how to grow um, th- through those challenges. Um, and that really gives you some like good stepping stones to becoming a really good person. Right. And there's a lot of structure in recovery. Um, they have to go to meetings, they have to maintain job, they get drug tested. Uh, just that structure that they get, um, I think makes them a really good member of a team. Sure. So, you know, when, and, and let me kind of let me back up as well too. Um, you know, when I said I wanted to do an episode on this, uh, when I wanted to do an episode about this, working with the recovery community and so forth, I told you I, I asked, um, you know, a, a mutual friend, a mutual acquaintance. I said, you know, hey, do you recommend it? And he's in, in the recovery community. He, he uh, you know, has uh, uh, recovery uh, programs that he's mm-hmm. with and so forth. And he recommended recommended you um, as as somebody good for for us to talk with. 
Um, where where did all that that start of of you know you I guess having a reputation of of working with people in the recovery community? Um, maybe it's just because I, I I hired some people and had some really good success. You know, some of the, some of the best team members I've ever had. Yeah. Um, have come from recovery. I'm actually one of my buddies is getting married this weekend, and I got him fresh fresh out of recovery. Okay. You know, you know, he had, he had just worked his way through the first few steps and was able to go get a job, and he came to work for me, and we became really good friends. Uh, super determined guy, hardworking, good head on his shoulders, and yeah, he's getting married this weekend. Actually, messaged me and asked me to speak at his wedding. It's awesome. So. Yeah, it's got to make you feel good. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you get a couple good people in there, and you know they have a close knit community. That's right. Um, people who are like actually attending AA and stuff, and they're always like, "Hey, you know, I got this guy. He, I think he'd be a, a good addition to the team." And I guess it just kind of snowballed from That's there. That's cool. And then I hired a girl who was actually going to be one of my general managers, and then she got the opportunity to work. Um, I like the desk in one of the recovery houses, so she saw a lot of new faces coming in. So she's another good person I have that always is like, hey, you know, I think you would really like working at Buttered Up. And she'll send me a message and send them our way. Do you, you know, work can be stressful and all that kind of stuff. I mean, do you, you know, keep that in mind when you're working with uh Somebody in recovery, not in recovery, whatever. But just talking about, you know, making sure that the workplace is is encouraging through their their journey. Yeah. So I think that's all just a matter of company culture. You know, um, we don't serve alcohol, so I think that's a, a good stepping yeah, stone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure. Um, but then just overall culture, man. You know, you, you get a good group of people in there with all good attitudes, positive outlooks, and yeah, it's going to be a stressful shift, but you know, let's. We can get through this. That's we, right. We've gotten through it before. We're going to get through it again. Sure. And um, I think everybody just kind of feeds off of that. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned the, the alcohol thing too. Um, you know, I know, you know, most restaurants do, mm-hmm. and, and I know you're in a different world. What what advice were you would you have for someone working at a restaurant that does have alcohol? Or if again, if I'm a business owner or a manager hiring someone to work at my restaurant with with alcohol? Yeah, and I say alcohol, but I, I really don't think that that's gonna be a determining factor. I think it's gonna be more, you know, who's around you. you that's know, right. You're the culmination of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're in the kitchen with a bunch of people who have a shitty attitude. Um, we got the bleep button, you're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, have a bad attitude and uh, don't want to be there and everything in their life sucks, then, you know, you're going to feel that way. That's right. But if everybody around you is in a good spot or at least, you know, trying to be in a good spot, then you're going to be in a a better spot to succeed. Do you sense that with when you've you've got more than one person in the recovery community? Do you do you sense do you see that support system when somebody hey I've been I've been sober now for three months six months nine months whatever and you mentioned you're the guy who's getting married here soon who just came out do you sense that 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 yeah, just like any other place it's going to stem from the leader you know um, so I try to maintain that and I think I serve as a pretty good example of if you do the right things and make the right decisions that your life can be completely different and then some of the people that I've had in charge you know like the, the guy who I'm going to go into his wedding and some other managers along the way you know they've had these years or months you know under their belt and have you know done positive things and made the right choices and their life has led in a totally different direction and I think 
seeing that as sure. somebody that's you know f- fresh in recovery um, gives them a really good outlook. Sure. Um, again, on the on the the stigma thing that we were talking about uh, or or misconceptions. Um, have you ever you know had an issue when you when you were first doing this? You know, getting getting people to to work with you. You know, were, were there any issues with um, current employees? Were like, oh, why are you hiring this guy or why are you hiring that guy? Um, this, that girl. Not, not that I know of. Good. I mean, stuff might have been said, you know, behind closed doors that I'm not aware of. Yeah. But you know, I th- I think again, it leads. Uh, it's, it's all about the culture, and yeah. uh, I wouldn't say anything like that. So I would hope nobody on my team would say anything, anything ever like that. from customers. Um, not that I know of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if anything, you know, I think the customers would be receptive that, hey, you know, you're a business in this community trying to make the community better. And why not, you know, hire some people that really need help? That's right. Again, it's being part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yep. You know, absolutely. You mentioned, you know, one success story, any other success stories that you can kind of uh, think about? I love the story of the guy getting married, but anything else like that you feel feel good about? Yeah. So. She actually just stopped working for me. She got a job at Marshall Health, but somebody messaged me. was like, hey, I got this girl, um, really good girl, good head on her shoulder. She's had her issues with, you know, the re- drugs and getting into trouble. Um, she's heading in the right direction. I think she'd be a great addition to your team. And, yeah, she worked for me for three years and great Great member of the team, um, helped out a lot of people in recovery coming out. It's awesome. Um, I didn't know it, but she she used to pull people aside um, that were in recovery and just kind of give them words of wisdom and encouragement. And, That's cool. Yeah. Moses Amal of Huntington has been a region's premier Cadillac dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs, visit us online at mosesmeansmore.com. So so okay so so when you're when you're hiring workers is it mostly word of mouth uh, or do you personally work with other organizations and groups and and so forth? So I did work with. I'm not exactly sure what they were um, to the in, unemployment community okay. or involved in unemployment, but they said, "Hey, we have this program where you hire people in recovery." Um, and yeah, I, I jumped on board with that for okay. a little while and I was able to hire more people in recovery, um, because of that, they sent some people our way. Um, but it's, it's usually word of mouth, you yeah, know, sure. it, you know, the, my, my contact, um, at the recovery center sends people our way and then friends of people that, you know, are, c- are currently on my team. Sure. Do you, you know. How are your hiring numbers? It's something on this podcast we hear a lot, like, hey, I can't get people to come to work, all that kind of stuff. How, how are your numbers on that? Are you yeah, in I mean, good it's, shape? It, it's, it's still tough. You know, I, I don't think we're short-staffed, but when you go looking for people, um, it, it's definitely a struggle to, to get people to even come in for interviews. You yeah. know, you'll get you'll get 10 applications filled out and two people show up. Yeah. One thing I, I, I do say about people in recovery is they'll show up for an interview. Um, that's why better. do you think that is? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I go. Uh, ba- I go back to the the opportunity thing, just the appreciative uh, and the opportunity. Opportunity, and it's something that they're supposed to be doing in recovery is getting a job. Um, so maybe they they feel that pressure to to go do it. Sure. Um, yeah. They, they can't draw unemployment. I don't think so. Okay. Are there? And I'm just curious too. I mean, I know like you know. Uh, 
are there any tax breaks or anything like that on, on hiring people? I know there can be with, you know, someone who's uh, served prison time and, and so forth. I didn't know if there was anything like this. Yeah, that program I was involved with with West Virginia Unemployment, um, there were some benefits for it. I'm not sure of any that are currently going on. Okay. But. Yeah, good to know. I mean, you know, um, again, so if, if I was a another business and I'm having a problem getting people to show up and like I like what you just said that like you feel like the people in the recovery community are more likely to show or at least for the interview you know how can other businesses entrepreneurs explore you know trying to get again getting workers hey I need workers open to working with the recovery community any advice for, for them um, hi- hire somebody <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah, you know um, and if if they work out and you have a good culture and the person likes working there, then they're going to tell their friends about it. Yeah. You know, just like anywhere else, you know, I mean, you have a good employee, you have a good team. They're going to tell their friends that they like their job. And, sure. Hey, come work here. So. Could they, I mean, and they could also reach out to the recovery points of, of the town and, 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 and so forth too. Right. I mean, they, you can have those conversations of, Hey, if you've got some people, send them on my way, I'm, I'm hiring and, and I, I need people. Yeah. Moses Auto Mall of Huntington has been the region's professional-grade GMC dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned GMCs, visit us online at MosesMeansMore.com. Well, I, I can add that, you know, there is a stigma about people in recovery and people that have been addicted to drugs, but then you have this, you know, obesity epidemic and there might be somebody that's overweight looking down on somebody who had, you know, an alcohol issue and they're going home and stuff in their face with a cheeseburger. Right. And, you know, you look at death rates, mortality rates, and, you know, I couldn't tell you the statistics, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, heart, heart disease, disease is up there. Yes. And diabetes is up there. Yeah. And how can somebody who is addicted to sugar and fast food look down on somebody who's addicted to something else. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. We're all going, you know, a lot of people, like you said earlier too, right? People yeah. are going through things. We're all people. We're yes. all dealing with our issues and, you know, how dare we judge somebody else? And you don't know people's circumstances, you know? Yeah. Somebody could have just been liking the party scene and, you know, d- did some opiates one time and started to get addicted to heroin. But then there's, there's other people who might have broke their leg and got prescribed pain pills and you know until you've been in that situation that's right you know you you don't know and then there's somebody who could have been abused as a child and they could have their uncle could have been slipping them something that's right or shooting them shooting them up with something and then all of a sudden they're addicted and we're looking at these people like they're the devil that's right and you just don't know yeah. People's story. When, you know, whenever I, um, and I can kind of think of something specific, but, you know, whenever you hear the news of someone that, that's gotten into some, some trouble and, and been one of those scenarios that you just mentioned, right? Either the party scene or the, they, the, they had back problems and then the doctor said no more yep. pain pills and now, you know, so forth, you know, and, and I will have a family friend or a family member go like, what happened to him or to her? And you're like, am I honest? My, re- my reaction has lately been, Addiction's real. That's that's what it is. I mean, addiction is real, and it doesn't care if you're white, black, brown, old, young, rich, poor, boy, girl. Yep. I mean, it's just I, I 
educated and uneducated, all of that. Yep. It, it doesn't matter. There are no boundaries. No. None. No. Zero. No. Have you, have you ever had a cir- circumstance where you've had someone who's, um, you know, relapsed? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. How do you deal with that? Yeah, same way you deal with someone else who isn't addicted and then just does no call, no show. You sure. know, I mean, is that what is that it? The yeah, no show, I mean, the no call, no that's, show. That's all it is, man. Um, it, and it happens a lot, you know, uh, not necessarily with our employees, but, you know, it, it relapse is just part of recovery. That's right. Um, it, it's an unfortunate What's your policy like on strike one, strike two, all kind of stuff? Well, I mean, no call, no show is, you know, your termination. You know, you're voluntarily terminating your employment. Okay. Um, there are times where I will give more leeway to somebody in recovery than somebody who's just didn't want to get up and come to work in the morning. Right. Um, somebody that maybe relapsed and then checked themselves back in recovery. I'm like, hey, you know, do you yeah, get do. you get your 30, 60 days in and come back and see me? That's right. I, I've done that several times, and actually, I have an I have a current employee um, who relapsed. It was a couple of years ago, bad situation. Um, I had almost no hope for him, but he came to me about a month after and was like, hey man, sorry, you know, I slipped up, give me another chance. Right. And yeah, you take him back and just with some caution, some limited hours and he's proved himself and now he's, you know, one of my key players. Do you have, when you first hire someone in the recovery community, do you have a, a conversation with them about their situation um no i think it's personal yeah just, just like anybody else coming in you know their past is their past right um show me show me what you got now do you drug test i i do not yeah. but people in recovery are being drug tested. i understand there's ways around that you know um but you know, I, I could have somebody that's not in recovery no, I, and then be abusing that's right um, and for whatever reason you know not come to work yeah sure so. do you have so Again, the guy that, that said, like, hey, I, I screwed up. I need to go back for 30, 60 days, whatever it is. Do you have a conversation with them when they come back about, like you just said, limited hours, kind of work your way back up? Um, yeah, it was just, it's more of a mentoring, you know, not nothing like, hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. I, I'm not a patriarchal. Um, we're not a patriarchal team, you know, so it's more like, hey, I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to give you a hand up, yeah. not a handout. Yeah. Again, any other advice for, for business owners and, and people, uh, you know, managers and so forth in this world? Because like I said, I mean, it's just, you said some interesting stuff um, and you also have that, that firsthand experience too. And I don't, I don't, you know, a lot of people are, are, are ignorant and that's not a bad word. It's just, hey, I've not been in that. I don't, I can't, uh, what's the word? I can sympathize, sympathize but I can't empathize. Mm-hmm. But you know, any other advice for for that? Any place you'd recommend someone to go learn uh, something about about this? Um, no, I mean just give just give people a chance. They're they're just people. You know, they're trying to do the best they can, just like me and you. And that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for Andrew for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave us a five star review. Season one of In Your Business is presented by Moses Auto Mall of Huntington. MosesMeansMore.com empowered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce and Kindred Communications. This is Jason Moses, Executive Manager of Moses Automall of Huntington, where Moses means more. Thanks for listening to In Your Business.